Welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide to the intoxicating spirits world. And this is Tuesday night tastings. You guys know the drill by now. We used to do Monday night sample size. We kind of passed it over to Tuesday night so we can have a couple of drinks. You know, we survived Monday, but Friday is so far away. So we're going to have a couple of drinks tonight. And tonight, I'm really excited for this one because this one was inspired by a recent conversation I had with my friend Glenn who thought that he would never like rums and now he's started to like rums. And it reminded me of the rums that kind of changed my mindset on what I thought rum could be. And those were the rums from grander. Uh, so we're tasting the grander barrel series, which is a single origin, uh, which means it all comes from one country and one distillery. It's a 12 year old rum that's finished for 15 months after that in rye whiskey barrels. And then the Grander Trophy release, which is sort of a special uh, small batch release from those guys as well. Uh, these are rums that were created to appeal to a whiskey drinker uh, by one guy who was born in Kentucky and was raised drinking bourbon. And another guy who was born in Cuba and raised making rum. It is a marriage made in heaven. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. And if you do... Go to the podcast page, click that follow button, give it a five-star rating, and share it out on your social media. Let your friends know uh, that there's a podcast out there for them to listen to. Follow on Instagram and Facebook as the Spirits Guide, where you guys can leave comments and reviews. And for everything else, samples you want to try, samples you're curious as to my opinion of, or a desire to come here, hang out in the studio, and geek out about movies, music, TVs, books, whatever, and drink some cool spirits. You can email me at thespiritguide89 at gmail.com. All right. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. Here we are. Uh, I am very, very excited to get into this one. Uh, this episode, Tuesday Night Tastings, you guys know the drill. We've gotten past Monday, but Friday's a long way away, so we're going to have a couple of drinks tonight. This episode is inspired by, by you guys, you know, and as this podcast goes on, as I keep doing this thing as our I don't know, as our little family grows, as this, this journey gets more and more fun and interesting, uh, I get more and more inspiration from you guys. And this episode was inspired by recent conversations I had with my friend Glenn, who, again, is just somebody that I connected with through, you know, this kind of spirits community and, and the journey. And I guess, you know, like I got to really pause to say how much I value and appreciate all you guys because this sort of group that we've got and, and what I love is you know I've connected with you guys on an individual basis but through those connections you guys connect with each other and and it just sort of grows this kind of family in this community and it's you know it's nothing but positive energy and just good stuff of good people hanging out talking about good spirits and I, I love the fact that, you know, we're all not just bourbon guys or tequila guys or or whatever. Like 
we all kind of like the journey of just tasting new things and we want to discover things. And recently I was talking to my friend Glenn, who we were having this conversation of, you know, just wanting to try everything to see what's out there to kind of live this sort of spirit's life. And we were talking about how he never would have thought he would have liked rum. Um, and, you know, kind of busting my chops a little bit because I got him drinking some rums and, and now he's he's in a rum rabbit hole. And it just it kind of triggered the spot in my brain of like, oh, man, I haven't tasted these rums in so long. I want to revisit them. And so what we're going to do tonight is we're tasting rums from Grander Rum. These are rums that, you know, I, I sipped rums and I enjoyed them, but these are the ones that blew my mind and really sort of reshaped my brain as to what rum can really, really be. Um, so you guys know the deal. Usually on Tuesday night tastings, we're just doing a tasting. We don't usually go too deep, but I'm going to give you some details on what we've got here. Uh, by the way, this is a rum, you know, I read, you know, emails and newsletters and, and you know, reports all the time. And one of the emails that I, I read every day does, you know, these lists of, you know, here are 10 rums you should try. And this was on one of those lists. And I thought like, well, all right, that sounds interesting. And then I looked it up in our sort of buying guide to see which one of my vendors carried it, called up my vendor and I said, do you have any? He said, yeah, you know. And then they always say, like, it's always you looking for the weird stuff, which it usually is just me. Um, and I brought it in. I tried it and I went, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then sort of in the, you know, sort of in the beginning stages of COVID, when sales reps were kind of coming off the road, they weren't visiting stores. Uh, the same sales rep kind of had to do a, a Zoom meeting. And he was in the area and he was going to stop in and, and do it on his laptop at the store. And I said, why don't you just sit in the office and, you know, do it there. It's, you're fine. And that kind of gave me the opportunity to sit in on this sort of tasting Zoom meeting that he was having um, where he had all these samples. And I was fortunate enough to taste another sample of Grander Rum, a different bottling. And I went, oh, I've got to have that one, too. So I've got both of those bottles here with me tonight. Um, they're just, they're fantastic. So kind of the story is uh, there's a guy named Dan DeHart. Uh, and he was born in Kentucky, raised on bourbon, drank whiskey. And then one day he drinks a, a rum that drinks like a whiskey. And he says, Jesus, that's what I want to do. I want to make rum. For the whiskey drinker, I want to make rum that drinks like a bourbon. Make rum that you can drink straight up on the rocks or in your favorite bourbon cocktails. So he kind of goes out on this journey. He meets up with this guy named Don Poncho. That's not his real name. It's kind of his nickname. He was born in Cuba and was raised learning how to make rum. So the two of them end up in Panama where this guy, Don Poncho, founds the Las Cabras Distillery in Herrera, Panama. And they set about making rum. So what these rums are, they're single origin. So not only do they only come from one country, they come from one distillery. This is not as common as you think. A lot of times you see the word rum, you might see Caribbean rum, 
island rum, whatever. And, you know, they're typically blends of maybe Jamaican, Haitian, Dominican. Um, you know, you, you see some rums from Venezuela or wherever. And typically, even the ones that are just country named are blends from different distilleries. These are all from one distillery in Panama. They are column stilled, barrel entry proof, 150 proof. So that's what they're going into barrel at. Uh, I think they're losing about 4% angel share a year. Uh, they are aged in ex-bourbon barrels, some of which held sherry and other wines. There are four ingredients in this rum. And for my friends like Peter Thomas, um, we care about these things because rum is really the wild, wild west. And so when I have these conversations with people about rum and they go like, oh, it's too sweet. And I said, like, I love rum, but it's really it's like walking through a minefield. You got to navigate it very carefully and you got to do a little research to know what you're drinking, because every country has its own rules as far as, you know, rum legislation goes and in some countries you can add sugar you can add wine you can add juice you can add other sweeteners you know which obviously is the more mass marketed you know mass appeal rums you know spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down but really not all rums are sweet so there are four ingredients in all of the grander rums water wild yeast molasses, and wood. That is it. There is no sugar added to any of these rums. Just yeast, molasses, the water, and the wood that it is aged in. All right. Enough backstory. Let's get to drinking. Now, I have two different bottlings of Grander Rum, and I believe these are the only two available. Oh, yeah. Cork top. That sweet sound. Oh, man. The nose, as soon as I pop the cork, and if you guys look at the picture on Instagram, like you'll see that I've had these bottles for a little bit. They're getting down there a little bit low. And the fact that they're this low in the bottle and that aroma still jumps right out of the bottle is just a testament to how good this rum is. So what I have here, you know, and they do a bunch of different styles, not styles, but different bottlings, different finishes. This is from their barrel series. So it's Panama rum finished in rye whiskey barrels. Some good transparency on the front of this. You know, it's got the, the ABV, the batch number, the bottle number. Uh, there's only 2016 bottles made of this particular batch. So each batch uh, is going to have a little bit of variation to it. And their small batch, and while there is no global definition of the term small batch, whether it's, you know, bourbons, rye, whatever, small batch just means smaller than your regular batch. There are no more than 15 barrels that go into the small batch, you know, rums from Grander. Uh, by the way, I, I was looking at the, the bottle, and, you know, and there's a Marlin on the bottle, and you, you know, premium made the, the bottle's great we'll talk about that when we do the review but you know i was wondering what a grander was and when i sat in on that zoom tasting they explained that a grander is a thousand pound marlin so you know it's kind of got a little nautical theme there and you know i don't know a lot about marlin fishing but I, apparently if you catch a thousand pound marlin you become some sort of legendary uh marlin fisherman that's the deal there. 
All right. So barrel series, rye finish. Uh, the rye barrels, they don't tell you where the rye whiskey barrels come from. No surprise there. Uh, but they were Kentucky rye barrels, and they were Kentucky rye of the barely legal variety, which is just 51% rye. Um, so, you know, definitely not MGP rye for sure. Uh, here's the specs on it. It's a 12-year-old rum. So it spent 12 years in those X bourbon barrels that also held sherry. And then it's finished for another 15 months after that in the rye barrels. So technically, it's over 13 years old. Oh, man, on the nose. It's, yeah. It's It's got that big sort of oak presence. There's some rye spice there. But some of those burnt sugar notes, some of those molasses notes. This is bottled at 100 proof, by the way. So right where we like our bourbon and our rye to be, full body strength. All right, here we go. Mm. That 15 months in rye barrels really comes through. I don't think those barrels were dry when that rum entered it. Because you definitely get some great rye spice notes to it. It really is like the perfect combination of rye whiskey and rum. And man, talk about like rum old fashions. This is ideal. You know, it's got some of those kind of burnt sugar, molasses kind of rum flavors. But there is not one ounce of sweetness to this rum whatsoever. It's got that nice little burn uh, that you're looking for in a whiskey. That is, it's just, it's amazing. It changes the way, if, if you try this, and I have both of these in stock at my store. If you drink this, it will absolutely change what you think the potential of rum can be. This is not Jamaican funk rum. Uh, this is not sweet style. This is it. This is rum that is going to punch you right in the mouth. That's special. I got to get that last sip out of that glass. Mm. All right. Oh, man. Some of that on the finish there, like some like allspice, that sort of cinnamon clove. But then there's like a a richness there, like like almost burnt caramel on the back. Yeah, that is amazing. A little softer cork pop, but still. Now, the second bottle of Grander Rum, and again, I have both of these on my shelf, is what they call their trophy release. So this is something they do in small batches. Again, uh, it will vary by the batch. Same bottle, slightly different label. Um, and man, these bottles are just, they're beautiful. They're they are diesel. So Trophy Release is a blend of rums from 8 to 15 years. Again, less than 15 barrels in the batch. This one is bottled at 110.4 proof. There were only 1,500 bottles of this rum made. So the proof will vary by the batch. 
And this is just the rum, unfinished, 8 to 15 years in the blend, just rum aged in bourbon barrels, but sort of their finest barrels, hence the the, the term trophy collection. Yeah, so on the nose, you're getting more rum notes. Obviously, that rye spice is gone. <sighs> Man, it's, yeah, it's it's rum for the whiskey drinker, without a doubt. It's dry on the nose, like a ton of, like, oak, but not, like, toasty oak, just, yeah. All right, I'm going in. So obviously without the finish, it's more sort of traditional rum flavor. Like some of that, we talked about like that rum co-op number three from Bully Boy. If you can imagine that without any of the sweetness amped up to 110 proof, you know, it's got some of that sort of coconut kind of custardy flavor, but without the custard mouthfeel. Um, yeah, like butterscotch caramel big oak and at 110 there's no heat on this whatsoever this is just beautiful stylish elegant um this to me is the rum you sip on its own the barrel series and the rye finish is the one you use for cocktails but man both of these rums are just they're they're special they're like nothing else i've had um and relatively speaking, they're affordable. I want to say they're right around 60 if I remember correctly. Um, I think they're both the same price. I do have both in stock right now at Wachusa Wine Spirits either way. So let's get some uh, some final thoughts on this. Uh, Grander Rum. I can do these together because, you know what, they're, they're two sides of the same coin. Uh are they good? They are both fantastic. These truly are rums for a whiskey drinker. So if you're out there and you're like, I don't rums are all sweet and they all taste like Captain Morgan and Bacardi and Malibu. Get that out of your brain and, and take a shot on this because these are just they're they're special bottlings uh, that will change the way you think about rum for sure. So are they good? They are fantastic. Are they worth the money? Without a doubt. I mean, single origin, uh, no additives, full transparency, aged in rye barrels, eight to 15 years, like for like 60 bucks. That's kind of a steal right now, um, you know, in sort of the current, especially in the whiskey climate. So, yeah, they're worth the money. Do these bottles start a conversation? I don't know that the picture on Instagram will do full justice to exactly how beautiful these bottles are. Um, it's got a very sort of like kind of Spanish look to me that if I went into like a, a Central American country, you know, in the early 1900s, this is kind of the, the style and the shape of the bottle that I would expect. The base is probably three quarters of an inch of just solid clear glass. So that kind of sets it apart. It, almost looks like it's sitting on a stand you know on the front all the lettering 
is embossed glass. It's grander embossed down the side. It's, you know, there's a whole story on the back of what it is and where it's from. The label is very minimalist, just kind of wraps through the middle like you guys can see in that picture that gives you all that info. These bottles, without a doubt, start a conversation because they're stylish, they're elegant, they tell a story. So it's three out of three right there. Uh, taster, sipper, or drinker, upon first tasting, you're going to be happy you tasted this. I could sip on these for a couple of drinks. I, I could probably just drink these for a session, you know, other than the fact that the, the trophy release is 110. So you probably don't want to be drinking that too long. You'll start to get a little giggly and goofy. Um, but these are winners, both of them right there. Um, so yeah, there it is. Tuesday night tasting grander rum, uh, barrel series finished in rye barrels in the trophy release. Both winners, uh, expand your palate, expand your horizons. If you're a whiskey drinker looking to try a rum, if you need to have one rum on your bar as a whiskey drinker, these are the rums you need to have, without a doubt. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for being on this journey with me. Uh, we are going to be back on Friday with another full-length episode. Per usual, I have no idea where we're going with it, uh, but we'll uh, we'll have something for you. Uh, and if you like what we're doing, and you know, if you're still listening at this point, then you you clearly do. Go to the podcast page. If you haven't done so already, click that follow button. Give it a five-star rating. Share it out on your social media. Uh, follow me as the Spirits Guide on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, where you can leave comments and reviews. And for everything else, whether it's samples you want to try, samples you want to share, or if you want to come here and hang out and co-host with me some episode, uh, the Spirit Guide 89 at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to you Tuesday nights. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Yay!